shit. There you go. What's the worst that could go Right. Uh, I was going to say the worst that could go wrong, but that's kind of weird. <laughs> well, you know, we just we just end up having to do it more and again oh, until it fucking works. <laughs> or we just record it and post it. That's another well, option, too. Yeah. The thing with that is... If, if, it, it, if we still can't get it, it, it should stream out as well as it records. Uh, so if I already got a, if I can't get the fucking video to come in properly, then it's still not going to record properly. Oh, I see. So what I'm thinking is this is a problem with perhaps, I honestly don't know because... It worked all last week, week and now it's not working. But, is it just the choppiness of the video that you're concerned about right now? Yeah. It's, that, that's probably fine. Don't worry about that. What matters is that they can be heard right now. We fixed the audio problem. That's been your most important can, one. Yeah. Okay, we're just going to fucking hit it. I don't think a lot of people, like, if I listen to an interview, I'm usually not watching it. Yeah. I treat it like a podcast. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So we got the important part. Yeah, just, yeah. just another hurdle to get over. Like uh, next time, another challenge to work towards to work on for next one. But we got the main one fixed here, and that's what matters. Okay, let's oh, do this. Give let's roll with it. Okay. Good Beans. vibes. Exactly. Amen. Oh, I just got coffee in my eye. Oops. You're supposed to drink it with your mouth, dude. Yeah. I don't know how it managed that. It got under my glasses and into my eye. Like, what is this? Maybe it evaporated. All right, everybody. We're yeah. here with Mace from uh, from Calgary. Local fucking, like, death, hardcore, beatdown fucking band. Extraordinaires. Some of the new up-and-comers. One of my new favorites. Um... Let's uh let's introduce ourselves here. Who wants, Who wants to, go to go first? Uh we'll go first. How about that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so my name's Brock. I play guitar and mace, and uh, I sometimes do backup vocals. Uh I'm Riley. I uh, I play bass uh, in mace and I also do some backup vocals from time to time. Next. How about you, Mac? I'm Mac. I play guitar in Mace. Go for it. Come on, Max. Max, you got this. Oh, fucking hell. Hey, yeah, I'm Max. I do I do I do the vocals in Mace. I am Colton. I play drums in Mace. Very nice. fucking rad. Are you guys so free release or what? Absolutely. And that major like it comes out in like a few hours. Two hours? I think yeah. two hours. That's when you're rolling out. Four. Four hours. Four hours. Sweet. What, what time zone? <laughs> We're in mountain times. I think. Okay. Well, when we did, when we did the interview with No Hope for the Lost, um, we were actually on. 
on air when it dropped and it was roughly 10 10 o'clock mountain standard time yeah usually because it's like midnight eastern is the time you usually see stuff let's see well either way i'm still huh. i'm excited to see how it's re received as a as a Shan, three hours 53 minutes so midnight tonight i guess <clears throat> for us albertans mm -hmm. very exciting very exciting indeed um so three songs whose idea was that to do a three song one probably brock yeah yeah i would say brock i think we were kind of getting to the point where we we didn't really have any like stuff planned because we knew it was going to be a while before we can play any shows or anything like that and i felt like we just kind of had to do something um so at that point we we'd been working on like um all together we had been working on one song uh at my garage like while band practices were still allowed and uh we got like once one track down and then the last two tracks um we had to do it like remotely which was kind of it was a little bit challenging because um you know writing remotely is just a little bit weird it's a lot different than um uh from writing all together so i think we just kind of settled on three songs i think it was the most realistic thing for us to do like five songs yeah but it's a little much for you know writing when we can't all be there to write together and stuff like that so yeah well the energy is a lot different when you don't have your crew together oh definitely yeah <laughs> um what were the uh, writing and what was the writing inspiration behind these songs? Make them sound as fucking huge as possible. We want we we wanted a lot of the bum 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 bum, you know, heavy um, like a twelve string guitar, but they're all heavy gauge E strings. Yeah, yeah basically pretty much. Well. You'll hear it later tonight. It's pretty accurate. Now, my friend Ray had a PRS custom six string with a fucking, uh, it was a, an eight string. It was a fucking eight string on the top. Oh, so fuck. it was a very, very large string on the top and all the rest were normal. <laughs> fucking on cables. It brought some shit. <laughs> brought Hell some yeah. weight to the tunes for sure. <laughs> What are the song? What's the track list for this uh, three songer? Uh, I, I can take this one if you want. Oh, nice. Uh, so the the first song is um, ex yeah, expire, which is the one that we all worked on together a while back now. Um, the, the second track is no longer real, which is my personal favorite. I think that song is just so fucking cool. Uh, and then the uh, the third song, rounding it off, is. Um, Oh, that's suffocating the the title track. Yeah, and that's this is the the second time we put a title track at the end. <laughs> we seem to have a, a habit of doing that. Yeah. Fuck, we got to get a title track in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it fucking wouldn't work if we don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we, we did this last night, but let's do it again. 
Who are you all and what do you do? All right, who's going first? Yeah. Starting uh, with Colton. How, how broad are we going with what we do? Uh, how far do you want to go? It's a podcast. How far do we want to go? I'm sitting in my white chair from uh, StruckTube. Very comfy. Uh, sometimes, sometimes I play drums. Here they are. I don't want to hear about the drums. Let's hear more about the chair. There yeah. The chair is sweet. It was, uh, was $149.99 Canadian. I got it at the same time. Money bags. Oh, yeah. No, my because I just moved into this place, and my old money. computer chair really sucked. And my mom was like, I'll give you some money if you go buy a new one, because that one's garbage. So I did. And it's better. And I didn't want one of those, like, big gamer chairs, because they look ridiculous. And they're probably not even that comfortable, so... Here I am with the, I forget the model name, but yeah. Do you don't remember the serial number? Deal. No, I don't remember the serial number. I probably have it written down uh, just in case it gets stolen. How's the lumbar support? The lumbar support is actually really good. And it kind of like, you can see me kind of lean back into it. I can kind of rock in it. And it's really nice. And the wheels are like kind of fixed, so they don't slide around too much. Unless I need Ooh. them to. I kind of got to like really give her if I want to slide around in it. So I'd say like a nine out of 10, considering the value. I think aesthetically, it's a pretty nice looking chair. My cats tend to like it. I haven't had any complaints with it really. I mean, if it was cheaper, that'd be cool, but I think it's okay. Very so, nice. Now let's talk about drums. Sure. <laughs> do, you use, do you use this chair for your drumming? No, I don't. I have a, uh, I have like a hydraulic sort of, you just like pull the little lever on there and it goes up and down. Super nice seat. And then I've, this is an Alesis Strike Pro. Uh, I picked it up a little over a year ago because I'm in a condo. I can't play my acoustic drums in here, although I do have them uh, at a friend's place right now. I can't. What does that say, Nathaniel? Okay, perfect. It's sounding good. We're sounding good right now. Awesome. Um, yeah, I, uh, I mostly play the electric kit here. I wrote this entire release. Apart from that first track, Expire, because we all wrote that together, so I have the acoustic kit for that. But the other two tracks I wrote at home here. And uh, that was an easier process than I thought it would be. I thought it would be trickier, but it wasn't so bad. Well, that's good. It's always good to find out that, you know, shit's a little bit easier than you assume it would be. That happens with me a lot. I find that uh, I get discouraged from things because it's difficult. And then people are like, no, 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 no. You said you were going to – I got good friends that hold me to my word. So, uh, yeah. Oh, look at this. Logan Haberman says, hi, Mace. Huge fan. Uh, hey, Logan. Hey. <laughs> Shout out to Logan. Hey. What's up, dude? He's like my biggest supporter. That's always – see, now, Nathaniel, <laughs> who's helping produce this episode tonight, is one of my biggest supporters, and I'm one of his biggest supporters. Ah. Uh. A nice yeah. little so mutual bond you share. Like what it's all about. A symbiotic relationship. Here at the local scene. Hell yeah. What's that? What's that, Brock? Uh, Logan's quite the supporter of the local scene. You'll see him all the time just supporting the hell out of everyone. <laughs> Maybe I should have Logan on the cast just to talk about all the bands that he likes. I yeah, he really likes Sparkling Water, too. He, could, like, he likes Bubbly a lot. You can talk to him about Bubbly. He really it's likes Morbid Angel, too. It's called Bublé. Is it? Well, I look like an idiot. <laughs> hey, hey, 
I don't see Michael Bubbly in the commercials. I see Michael yeah. Bublé in the commercials. I, that's true. I've been having these sparkling waters. They're not quite the same. That looks but, expensive. Uh, First you flexing on us with your chair budget. Now you're flexing on us with yeah. your sparkling water money. Four forty nine for ten three hundred and thirty milliliter cans at Superstore oh. East Village. Oh. How's that? They're okay. Legit. They're they're fine. They they kind of just taste like sparkling water. I probably could have gotten some cheaper ones and gotten away with it. I'm just fucking with you, man. It's all good. <laughs> I mean, they're okay. I'm not really complaining about them. I've been drinking them like crazy. I want to say hydrated. So what's your acoustic set like? What do you got for an acoustic set, Colton? So I, uh, my shelves are Tamistar Classics uh, Maples. I got those for super cheap when I first bought my drums when I was like 14 or something. I bought those back when Axe had those Dutch auctions. I don't know if you remember those. Every Saturday, it goes down 5% until it's sold. So yeah, I got them for like half off. It was a super sweet deal. And then uh, I've got Shrik Pro 1V uh, Bigfoot direct drive pedals. They're pretty nice. And uh, for cymbals, Byzance from Minel is definitely my favorite line, but like they're really expensive. So I, I'm not well, all decked out with Maybe you should convert some of that money budget or some of that chair budget into cymbals, man. Well, I was kind of thinking that and some of the symbol budget too. I sold a couple of cymbals to Riley's little bro. But... Then he looks down at his chair and he's like... Okay, nah. <laughs> but what do I use more? The symbols or this chair? I sit in this chair for hours a day. Those symbols I can't even use right now because they're up my okay, you know what? All jokes aside, your logic is fucking sound. <laughs> and one of those symbols is at Riley's because I forgot it there. So... God damn it. <laughs> I, I don't okay. think I've ever not forgotten something. Okay, well, Dearly. now let's, uh, Max, you're sitting there, quiet. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. Doing good, man. for this fucking new release or what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. I think, yeah, it's, it was, a it's a major step up from the, uh, from the last release we had, so, I think adding the uh, adding the new members, adding uh, Colton and Mac, made a made a world of difference. Uh, yeah, they the both fucking played. Yeah, yeah, no, they they, uh, they added quite a bit. So I think that's the part I'm most excited for is uh, people to hear that. Yeah, I'm so stoked. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Now, what did you use for gear? Do you have any gear specifics that you enjoy, Mr. Max? Fucking, I have a microphone. <laughs> well, I, well, I personally... <laughs> microphone! <laughs> yeah, I, I use a microphone. There's not much to it. I, uh... <laughs> Which one? Yeah, I, I, I yell into the microphone. All of them. So... <laughs> So what are these guys cracking off about right now? I don't know. I, like, I didn't think it was that funny. Fucking I didn't think it was that funny either. I'm pretty lost here. I'm just as lost as you are. I just had a microphone. is the funniest shit I've ever said, apparently. Do you use a, do you use, do you use a Shure SM58? Fuck, you do, I right? don't know. You do. I don't know. Well, it's got a bunch of hockey tape on it. Yeah, you that's Scott's, yeah. I, that's what Brock has in his fucking hand. Is yeah, it not? that's I, like the mic. As like yeah, a and practice sound guy, I Max uses uh SM58 for a band practice, and then for this record and the last rep record, he used uh sure 
SM7B for uh, recording. I'm looking at getting some it's of those great hardware. Max, great hardware. Max, <laughs> Max, Motorhead, Lemmy uses an SM57 instrument mic. Now try doing some fucking <laughs> some heavy shit through an SM57, the one with the flathead, and like. Yeah, that one with the snare mic. That shit, it cool. slays. Yeah. And the feel of that when you're doing vocals into it is a whole nother level of control, man. Try it out. Try it out next time you get a chance. It's fucking crazy. All right. That is that is noted for next time. Now, more gear talk. Riley, Brock. Riley, what do you got for gear? What are you using for gear? Oh, boy. Um, well, last year, around this time, I bought uh, a Dingwall combustion base. Oh. And... Uh, <laughs> It's probably the best purchase I've ever made. Is it's, it a headless? Uh, no, it's thank it's, god. Yeah, yeah. No, those strings would just rip a headless apart. Yeah, yeah I got it strung up with uh, oh man, I know the lowest string is a 160 gauge, which is like whew, they hold up like, like a Golden Gate Bridge with that, shit, don't they? That is some pretty cables. much. Those are fucking cables. Yeah. Telephone wires. Those are not bass strings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I need to use a pretty massive pick to get through those. But uh, what kind of pick? Hmm? What kind of pick? Because I got a fucking, I got a buffalo horn bass pick that's like that big around and it's like five mils thick. Oh, nice man i envy you i wish i had that she fucking thumps my friend yeah i bet no i just use um i'm not entirely sure what kind of picks they are i just know that they're they're pretty chunky they're, i think they're 1.5 mils and um decent size like kind of tall and they're very sharp i need Ooh. that for the attack i like it they got a good point on are they like the regular shape like oblate or do like they come to a point like one of those fucking jazz threes more like jazz threes a lot more like jazz threes just bigger yeah i always like jazz threes i'm a huge fan of jazz threes i use them for jazz three supremacy yeah oh yeah agreed agreed (laughs) brock what do you got actually what do you got for amps what are you using for like amps and shit oh amps uh actually on this um it's funny on the last uh, on the EP that we did uh, last year, we used uh, you know the standard um, fifty one fifty three. That was just a this monster sounding amp that we used, and we had a great time with it. Um, but we wanted something a little different this time, so uh, for guitars we went through an Orange Dark Terror, which is like a fifteen watt, like a little fucker. Yeah, it's probably about that big. And man, let me tell you, that shit rips. Oh. We were not expecting that sound out of that thing. It was crazy. You want to talk a bit more about it? Yeah. So, I mean, personally, uh, I'm a big fan of like the HM2 tone. Like, oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, bands like um, Nails, Gate Creeper, You're the Knife, like that kind of guitar tone. Type stuff. I really like it's really like noisy, aggressive, angry sounding. Um, my HM2 didn't come in the mail in time to use it for the record, which I'm I was a little disappointed about. But um, whenever our uh, 
the guy we were recording with, Scott Elephant, um, he hooked up the orange amp and it was, it sounded really nice and I was still really stoked about it. It still, still exceeded my expectations. It was awesome. <laughs> Scott Oliphant from Colossi? Uh, yeah. Yep. He just started following me. I was looking at his shit. Um, yeah, that's quite a coincidence. Right on. If he's watching right now, shout out to Scott. Cheers, buddy. Hell yeah, Scott. You guys shouted him out. I also want to say shout out to Scott. He's a great dude. He's been following Nope for the last for the past few months. And what a dude. I didn't realize he worked on your stuff. I'm now that much more excited to uh like get some more stuff in my ears because that's tight. He's a wicked dude. Yep. Scott oh, rules. Yeah. He's the man. Yep, he Fucking recorded absolute homie. Yeah, he recorded this new release. He recorded our EP. He mixed our EP. He mixed this one. Well, we got this one mastered by a different guy. Uh, his name is Taylor Gormley. Shout out to Taylor. Uh, yep, shout out Taylor. And um, yeah, Scott's he's awesome. He's really easy to work with. He's a good guy. He makes our shit sound fucking awesome. Talented yeah. motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you using for gear, Brock? Uh, well, actually, I have my guitar right here. Okay, spice me up. I don't remember what model it is or what it's called, but it's, it's a Jackson 8-string. And then it has um, an EMG 808 in it and then just a stock pickup. I don't ever use this pickup here. That you I don't use up. no neck pop. It actually... It actually only has one volume knob on it because I don't care about the other stuff. I actually want to switch out this knob with just an on and off switch. I just want it to be either 100% on or off all the time. Kill switch. Kill mm. switch. Yeah. And then it's got some thick boy strings. We're in drop E. Yeah. Some thumpers. What you should do is you should take the fattest bass string and just put six of them on there. Think about it. Or eight. Yeah. See, I'm a musical. No, six, so you can have the proper space. Oh, yeah, yeah I guess you're going to yeah, need the room. Yeah. They're going to be touching each other. Like, this. Other. come on. This isn't rocket science. It's guitar science. <laughs> <laughs> Colton. <laughs> Colton, stick with drums, maybe. I know, and man. Chairs. And chairs. And chairs. I know a lot about chairs. <laughs> At least I hope I do. I'm sorry. I apologize. That was rude of me. Oh, no, it's all good. I, I got to learn my place anyways. <laughs> Someone's got to tell me. Colton actually was talking to me today. We're going to have Stench of Death on the podcast. Nice. Hell yeah. Which also, by the way, Scott produced that EP. Mm-hmm. That so Scott Oliphant's the fucking guy. I got to have this on the podcast now. Dude, Scott's like, the man. He is the man. I gotta add this bad MF on the podcast now. Oh yeah. Me and yeah, me and Nathaniel, me and my producer here were talking about um scouting out fucking Nardwar to come on the podcast. Oh dude, I would that do would anything to speak to Nardwar. He's a legend. Oh yeah. Yep. What do you got, Brock? Uh Scott, like more to add on to about him. I don't I know it's not really a about scott but like <laughs> i just gotta say he's a he's fucking sick you know do you know the band falsity fall yes i do i yeah, played with falsity fall, fall a couple of times me and nathaniel both yeah he played guitar in that band oh then i know scott oliphant yeah, yeah. <laughs> i feel like a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> 
So I'm like, I know him from somewhere. So in World Class, when I was in World Class White Trash, we played with a lot of bands that I don't remember until they're fucking brought up. <laughs> I don't recommend uh, playing shows the way I played shows. But yes, Scott, come on the podcast, my friend. I'll, I'll be reaching out to you real soon. That's sick. Now, who else were we getting at here? We were. What were we getting at now? We were getting gear. at the changes. Oh, yeah, Mac, gear. It's yeah, we still got one gearhead left. Mac, I apologize oh. completely. No, it's okay. Come um, on. What do you got, Mac? I'm going to tell you a little secret. I don't know that much about gear. All I know about gear, Scott tells me. <laughs> That's okay. That's because okay. Scott's the man. Um, I play a Jackson Slat Eight soloist. Oh, I got a Jackson soloist string. too, dude. Mine's got eight strings though, so you know. Mine's only got six, but I got mine from Greg uh, Musgrave from fucking Caveat. I got strategy. mine, dude. I got mine from Scott Elephant. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, Scott, Scott guy, he's a really cool guy. That's what you gotta understand about the Scott yeah. guy. So Scott is all your guys' dad. Basically, I'm not worried all the all the release, pretty much. Honestly, every Respect. release, yeah, every release I have ever put out, Scott has produced. He did the Infinite stuff. He does the Mace stuff. Like, I, he's the man. But I play the Jackson eight string. And then I run it through a helix stomp with Ooh. some tones. Sweet. I don't know how to make tones. I just play them. Now you know there that you got to learn. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, so at some point. What are some of the differences going from the last release to this release? Um, I would say that like you can. You definitely hear how the sound of this band is maturing and we're definitely getting heavier as we go like just the elements in this one are much more mature and fleshed out like we mentioned yesterday how we have some of these like more melodic bits more ambient pieces that weren't in the last release we've got a lot of like really interesting elements that weren't in the last one yeah, I think this release, like, it has, it's, it's a lot more divi- diverse in its sound. Like, it has, it's like this, and then it's that, and then it's this, and then it's that, and it just keeps switching. But it, it blends together really nicely, I think, and it ended up turning out as something that's, I think, is pretty unique and pretty cool sounding. But yeah, fucking rad. Now, musically, what were you, because what were your what were your inspirations as a band going into this? Like when you were writing these riffs, like, oh, this riff sounds like this band, this riff sounds like this band, or we're listening to this. We should try and fucking kick it out in this style, you know, like inspirations and influences going into the writing process. Well, personally, um, like for me, my inspiration for writing music is less about like what it sounds like or like, um, where like, I mean, obviously when I'm writing riffs or something, I'll think, oh, kind of sounds like a riff that might come from this band or something. But when I write, it's more about like, um, so 
so I'll hear like I'll write out an intro to a song and I'll like hear the next part coming and then oh this part's got to feel make me feel like ah and then this part and then the next part's got to make me go oh I <laughs> I got you feel based I I can totally respect that <laughs> I feel like uh one of the really big differences between this release from the Paranoid EP is we sort of abandoned like a traditional song structure because all the tracks on the paranoia ep it's like there's an intro and then we hop into a verse and then there's like a chorus bit and then maybe back into a verse and then like a breakdown and then it ends but this release all of the tracks are really cohesive together because it is only three tracks and listening to it in its entirety the samples are kind of going to lead you into all the tracks so I think we tried to cram in as many interesting ideas as we can into its like what 11, 12 minute runtime. Like it's not horribly long. So I think that was a really big part of it. We tried to make it super interesting and there's gonna be a lot of riffs that might kind of surprise you for a little bit. Maybe a sweet riff that doesn't stick around too long cause you don't want it to get stale. And we'd rather leave you wanting more than uh, asking for us to go away. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. The money shots. Now, was there any out of these three songs that gave you difficulty that was like, okay, when this song is done, I don't want to fucking write another song like this again? Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I don't think it's really. Well, all I. Writing this. Like, writing it wasn't that horrible, but like trying to get it perfect in the studio kind of sucked. So like, okay, so to properly understand my situation with this, I got to tell you a little bit like earlier in my story as playing guitar. Yes. So I literally learned playing guitar. Like I got a guitar and started playing it because I wanted to record heavy music. And then that was like the start of this band, like me recording demos. And, um, so I've never like properly learned how to play guitar or anything like literally my entire um yeah I don't know like any riffs that I write in mace is like just me learning how to play guitar basically and then um so uh, in the second song is my first time like Basically, I can't do a whole lot of stuff. I can do bum, shit. Bum, but you know, I can't. <laughs> if that makes any sort of sense. It does. You can but, chug, um, but you can't wheedle. Yeah. So, but there's like a whole lot of in in the second song, and I'm just not used to the It's all usually just bomb, bomb, bomb. You know, like, I'm not used to that kind of stuff. Palm mutes, no arpeggios. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Max yeah. <laughs> yeah, a whole lot of unga bunga. Oh, hey, oh, hey, you know what they say about caveman riffs? Mm-hmm. Cave, that's there's a lot of caveman in the second. It's song the way of the lore, dude. It's the backbone of Mace, the caveman riffs. Mm. Cave riffing when you're riffing hand in hand with Jesus, as I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty damn close. <laughs> <laughs> what about the other guys is there any in an opinion anything else anything on this album that you're glad to be done with i wouldn't say glad to be done with but like i kind of had the opposite 
problem of Brock because I'm very much used to playing arpeggios. When it came down to like getting those chugs tight is where I struggled. So that I don't say I'd want it to be I wanted it to be over, but it's like that's my struggle point was. <laughs> yeah. And uh if I might add, I think I think for me there wasn't really much that I was glad to be over with. I like it was it's all it's always an awesome experience going into the studio and hanging out with everyone. With recording. Scott Olsen? Yeah, with, with that Scott. guy who's very Dude, cool wait, and awesome. Who's the guy from the studio? Dude, Scott. Scott. You might know. Yeah, Scott? Scott? Yeah, it's the guy, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember yeah, now. Yeah, that's Scott. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it rings yeah. He, He's a good guy. He's a good guy. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, uh, I think leading into the studio date, you know, uh, it was all, like, lockdown and stuff, and we couldn't have any band practices. So I'm not going to lie, I kind of neglected practicing vocals for a while. So as soon as the studio date got closer, I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, uh, I don't know if this is going to sound good or not. But, uh, you know, the the weeks before uh, building up, I just start, I, I started like practicing and trying to get get into the uh, get into the groove of doing it again. And, it was uh, probably a very troubling time for your mom. Why are you yelling at me? Practicing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Luckily, luckily, I have a car. So when I'm that's 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 the main uh, practice location for me. Because uh, to my knowledge, no one can hear me screaming in there. Could I'm... you imagine if everybody could? <laughs> they just. Could you imagine yeah. if it was only louder when you got in your car? Oh, I'd have some pedestrians to apologize to. Bro, fucking, I used to practice vocals in my mom's car, and she, like, she would be, like, in her room, like, on the other side of the house from the street where the car is parked, and she'd be like, yo, you need to cut it out, I can hear you. (laughs) So I guess it didn't really work. Or if your Um, mom mom gives you a text and says your lyrics are shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's weak cars. That's my mom. That's Mama Trash. <laughs> Mama Trash. Your lyrics are shit and your breakdowns are soft. <laughs> oh, fuck. Her just dagger. Thanks, Mom. Ruthless. Thank you. That's real. It's a dagger to the heart. Yeah. Trash talking. Yeah. I, uh, I actually had a really easy time at the studio this time. Like, when we... Because the stench stuff wasn't too long ago. It was pretty recently. Like, end of 2020 we recorded that stuff and i was playing drums for probably seven hours that day for six songs like it was hard but this tracking took like maybe an hour and a half like we just sat down and cranked the tracks out got some panago really good and i think we talked for like six hours and played drums for like maybe an hour and a half so i had a pretty easy time with the tracking i thought it wasn't so bad I think another part that like played into that was like like how Max said with the lockdowns and like not being able to write together. For me, it gave me a hard time with like learning the riffs when we're not like all writing them together or all being involved. That was a struggle, but like we got through it. We recorded them. Well, think about how much easier it's going to be to do this going forward if you have to now it won't be something you're forced to do now it'll be something that you're already naturally able to do yeah that's true so Mm -hmm. it won't be it won't impede on any progress now Uh, 
Now, what's the funnest part about this next album or EP, I should say? I'd say the samples. I think they add a cool. Samples are sick. The samples are very the samples sick. Are what yeah, you got, right. So, uh, there's like an intro sample to the um, to the first song, and then like after the first song, it's another sample, but then it seamlessly transitions to the second song, and then it basically just mends all the songs together. So, if you were to have it into one track, then like the entire thing would sound like one song but the thing that i think is cool about it is if like someone's not listening to it front to back let's say they have it in a playlist or something it still just sounds like each song is it still just its own song so um i don't know i think that's pretty cool about it um just the way um good flow for playlists then yeah like Fuck yeah um, totally like when making the samples and everything like that and just like just the little details and stuff like that um i think it's adds like some cool shit to it um oh speaking of samples one thing that's actually kind of funny like a majority of the samples that are in um in the record is just um like distorted like all just different effects put on sounds of me max and riley like making weird noises in my <laughs> Like most of it, so it's just like, um, oh god, I think I was um, singing along to like Scatman's World by Scatman John, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can't tell it's in there, and I think that's that's pretty. Now, cool. see, the thing about Scatman John is he was one of the greatest electronic dance music fucking artists of his time. Bro, you ever just like you pull out to a school dance, you hear the scum da ding da ding da ding da ding, and then you're just like, oh, that's my fucking shit. Time to fucking. Oh, yeah. Or the intro to Cotton Eye Joe. I have never, I fucking, I crowd killed so many teachers for that fucking song. Speaking of, speaking of, I covered that for you in a live stream and you weren't there to listen. So Nathaniel, my buddy Nathaniel, our producer in the background, he does uh, vocal covers on Twitch, and I told him to cover Cotton Eye Joe, and he just revealed that he did it. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah! <laughs> but oh, he God. also just revealed that I didn't watch his live stream, even though I requested a song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an asshole, Nathaniel. I'm okay, maybe a little bit. Let's move on. No, from no, you were tired. Asshole. It's okay. I do my streams late at night when Papa Trash is sleeping. Bobby Trash is fucking old and dirty. <laughs> now, other problem. Who all here is in other bands? Is it all of, are all of you in other bands? Yeah, all of us have other bands. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, Brock Riley, set straight, right? Uh, me and Max are in, set, Max straight are in set straight. Yeah. I play drums in set straight. And uh, Max is on bass in Set Street. Fucking rad. Yeah, and might I add, the interesting thing about both these bands that I'm in, I learned how to do, like, my instrument in order to be in the band. So with Mace, I learned how to do vocals to be in the band. And same with Set Street, I learned how to play the bass so I could join the band. So, uh, yeah. Yes. This is a very common story. 
in old school punk rock and hardcore bands. Very, very common story. It's easier to find somebody you can trust who's willing to learn than it is to find somebody who just knows but doesn't have any feel for the aspect of what your project is, what the music you're writing is, the vibe of why you're in the fucking band in the first place. So in my opinion, you learning your instruments specifically for those projects would be better than finding somebody who's been in the hardcore scene and has played an instrument for, for 10 years. Because you, your heart is 100% fucking in it. Anybody, we've already proved over and over again that anybody can learn how to play a fucking instrument if they practice hard enough. But you can't practice heart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, like, between the two bands, we're all, like, pretty tight-knit friends. Like, we're all, we've all known each other for a while now. So it's 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 just like hanging out with uh, hanging out with your buddies, but we're also in a band together and we make music. So that's fucking rad. I wish yeah. I was, I wish I still had those vibes with my boys, but alas, I'm a podcaster and media representative now. <laughs> no, stench of death, Connor. Colton, almost. Connor. Same amount of characters and like some of the same letters. So Connor. No, you're Connor now. I'll take it. Connor's not a horrible name. Colton, Stench of Death. How long have you been in Stench of Death for? So Stench has been active since like mid 2019. It's um I started the band with like one of my best friends. Um we moved together. It was me and a, a bunch of friends living at the same place. And we've been playing music together for a while already, but we got that going. And you probably don't even know, Riley plays bass in Stench of Death. Believe it Riley or not. Riley plays bass? Riley no. plays bass in Stench That's a lie. Where yeah. did you hear that? <laughs> not any bass, but fretless lately. I thought and Riley played different. I thought Riley just played a weird guitar. It is a weird guitar. It's a goofy looking guitar. But yeah, so there's there's stench and I'm also an Oopier, which is like a raw atmospheric black metal project. What also was that name? Oopier. U-P-I-R. Oh, okay. <laughs> which is werewolf and like some You fucking black metal folks. Oh man, it's all about the riffs. Oh, it's Vampire. Dude, it's, vampire it's, all, it's all about the fucking weird band names. Yep. And I mean, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's just super odd, like, get the, get the cell phone, throw it in the middle of the room, and play just it for 20 minutes. Crank that gain up all the way on everything. Oh, yeah. And just yeah. play loud and go like, ah! There you go. That's, okay, that's the shit. That's and all the shit. I was, actually talking, I was actually talking to Byron from Numenorian about coming on the podcast. He's going to help me do my theme song, too. That band is so cool. He, uh, Byron's fucking hilarious. He is into all that fucking weird band name shit, too. Like, why? If the music is so fucking killer, why do you guys got to have the weird band names? To be fair, though, that album art for Home, like, that was everywhere. Like, all of the metal groups. We're right? posting that LP. I have the LP, and it's like an iconic artwork in like contemporary, like black gaze it's kind of like baby. post black metal. It's dead baby. So they got away you know. with the dead baby, like rock and roll. Yeah, well, on oh, Spotify, yeah. on Spotify, it's just their logo, isn't it? Yeah, they that, that got censored. They 
That's because iTunes, iTunes wouldn't even let when when we released our when my old band released our last EP, iTunes wouldn't even let us get away with having a mouse skeleton on the cover. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Funny. So like we, I just didn't even care. The band was splitting up. We didn't even fucking bother. You can still go download it all for free on Bandcamp. Yeah, Numenorian. It is just the logo on Spotify. Yeah, it's just their logo and says home. See, great that's record what... though. Great record. For the amount of hilarity that comes out of Byron, you wouldn't expect that kind of music. I used to live right. with Byron. I lived with Byron and Brandon for a bit. And uh, he listens to a lot of My Chemical Romance. Oh, who doesn't? <laughs> like, who doesn't? Me too, dude. Like, oh, he listens dude. to a lot of MCR. And, the, you know, no shootout there. <laughs> the guitarist of MCR was in the Oopier DMs. That's like the biggest flex I have to date. What? Yeah. I was pretty stoked on that because, like, Black Parade's a masterpiece. It is. It really is. I was stoked to hear that. I'm a death metal guy, and I still can't shit on I'm that. I'm a death like, metal guy, too. I got the blood incantation. Yeah, man. Good music yeah. is good music, and, and a true musician can kind of respect that shit. Like, I, I, uh, I, I, it's called trash talk. I'll shit on anyone for a laugh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll follow it up with, you know, to be totally honest, you have my utmost and utter respect. <laughs> So now to you, Mac. Infinis. I Infinite. have heard, I remember hearing about Infinis. I actually sent you guys a message to do vocals for you guys when you were looking for a vocalist really? a while back. Yeah, I did. I did. See, the but, bass player, Charlie, mans our DMs. I don't see a lot of them, but I'm dude, old. that's crazy. I'm old, so it's not a surprise that you guys didn't pick me. <laughs> not just that. I'm... I'm don't really know any of you guys outside of just sending that message. So don't worry. I Dude, don't I actually it had no idea. That's crazy. Now, Infidus, is that still active? How's your new vocalist? Yes. Uh, Infidus is very much still active. We write songs together once a week. Um, our new vocalist is Killer. He is. Very stoked on him. He does Got slay. some some gnarly garburator noises happening very mm. excited hoping right. to release some stuff in the next little bit here so that's exciting hell yeah. yeah um what do you play for what do you play in that other i know you play guitar but do you still play h string yes i play the exact same guitar in infinis oh. i do vocals on occasion sometimes uh, a little not like garbage disposal noises, unfortunately. I'm not that cool, just like singing stuff. It takes practice, but not lots. Like, you know, it's just clearing your throat for a long time. Yeah, essentially, I guess. Yep. <laughs> I'll get there. One day I'll make garbage disposal noises. Um, now, what are you guys excited for for the future of Mace? Shows. Shows. Definitely shows. Um, I don't shows. Know personally. <laughs> shows. Um, something I've been excited for for you know ever since I've been in bands is uh, just even the idea of going on tour at any point that just it, it excites the hell out of me and you know I'm hoping maybe like by next year maybe we can definitely play shows and maybe even get a tour going that would be just unreal for me I'd be so excited about that. That's the dream, man. Getting back out and playing the big festivals and camping and drinking. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't even really drink, but I'm ready to fucking start beers and again once festivals start. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been practicing. <laughs> yeah, um, but like shows and they come back. I think that's gonna be super sick. Like even like the last two shows that Maze played, like those things were fucking rowdy. They were awesome. They were packed. People were going nuts. Um, it was a lot of fun. And then ever since then, like we were barely a band back then when we've developed so much shit. Like we released an EP, released a, we have this coming out. It's been a while. So I think after the growth that we've had since then, I, I'm really excited to see how things turn out when we, when we come back. Hell yeah. I'm excited to play a show with these guys. I've never played a show with you. I've seen some videos. I think, I think I saw a video of you guys. Was it in like a daycare center? Um, I'm pretty sure it was one of those. I won't. I don't want to say daycare center because I actually like. I have a kid, and a daycare center looks different in my mind than it probably does in yours. It was Kids. like, like the wall has like the alphabet on it. Oh, so it was a, a legit daycare center. Yeah, like. Kids <laughs> yeah. <go there. laughs> Fuck, man! This is why. Sick. That was a sweet venue. <laughs> This is the these are the kind of shows that I want to play if I get back into a band. I I've been playing guitar. I'm gonna take some guitar lessons. So if I do come back and play in a band, it's gonna be playing guitar. And it's gonna be playing with you guys. Like literally, I'm gonna be looking to book a fucking show with you guys. <laughs> Hell yeah. At the daycare. At the fucking At the daycare. daycare. Yeah. yeah. With all the kids. That, that daycare that we played at is like 30 feet that way. <laughs> Did you guys ever see the video of the band that threw down at Denny's? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Band I fucking Dude, love that Denny's band. Grand Slam. The Denny's fucking Grand Slam is right. That would be yeah. a festival idea. I can't remember what the the Denny's Grand Slam bacon eggs and hardcore festival. Dude, let's go on a tour where we only play Denny's across the country. <laughs> the Denny's tour. The Denny's yeah. tour. Not gonna lie, I do love Denny's. Denny's Dude, Denny's slaps. On your birthday, you get a free grand slam. Like. The eggs over my hardcore tour. <laughs> now we're talking. Hell yeah. This is a business pitch. Nathaniel, make sure you write that down, okay? Eggs yeah. over my X-Core. <laughs> Deadly, I love it. This is fantastic. So, if you guys were ever to be endorsed, product endorsements that would help you out, that would help your band out, companies that you support, who would you like to be endorsed by? Fucking Wendy's, Denny's. bro. Wendy's. <laughs> Wendy's. Oh, man. Can't go wrong with Wendy's. Wendy's. Hey, Max, remember that time you laughed in the Wendy's lady's face? Yeah, it was just a... <laughs> that was, that was, that was, that was a silly day. It was a silly day, and I, just, I had a... It was a, a very silly day. I'm not going to lie, I had a case of giggles, and I went up to <laughs> order my fucking burger and poutine, and I just laughed in this lady's face. <laughs> Max, you smoke too much weed sometimes. No, believe it or not, stone cold sober. I, and I laughed in this lady's face at Danny. That's hardcore. Yeah. 
I'm so hardcore. I laughed in a stranger's face for a fucking poutine. I, I speak for all of us when I say Red Bull would probably be the number one endorsement that we could obtain. Like, there's nothing even remotely close. Uh, the watermelon Red Bull, in particular, if they could just send over a couple pallets of those, like, that, yeah. I wouldn't be complaining. The Red Bull sure. tabs. Yeah. They're, they're watermelon, watermelon Red Bulls, hey? They're fantastic if you can find them. I Mace like, is fueled by watermelon Red Bull. Mm-hmm. I like the blueberry ones, and I like the the tropical ones are okay too. It, what color? If it says Red Bull on the can and it's not the zero sugar, we're good. Are you fucking laughing at me, Max? I will laugh in your face. <laughs> yeah, just like you did to that poor lady. <laughs> I haven't seen her back the there since. I think you did I, something to her. I haven't gone there since, but I don't think I'm going to. Ruining people's lives and laughing about it, eh, Max? <laughs> just got a lot. Of, just got a lot of joy. I just got a lot on my fucking. I just got a lot of angst in me. Okay. <laughs> one one good thing about hardcore bands is, hey man, sometimes you need a lot of angst. That's true. That's yeah, we kind of got that down for us. This is yeah. an angsty record. It's yeah. a pretty angry. Like someone cut you off on your way to work or whatever, and you go to Tim's and you want black coffee, and they throw cream in there, and you're like, ah, no. Ah. If you guys were, oh man, did you, the spoon, the fucking spoon where they mix a, a cup of tea and then they mix your coffee at Tim Hortons and then your coffee tastes like fucking uh, tea? It, Come on. That's never happened to me. I'm glad that hasn't happened to me. That would not be good though. That makes a guy angsty. Especially if it's like a green tea. I feel like I totally just, not that I don't like green tea, it's just I don't like it touching my coffee. Yeah, exactly. Now, if you were to say... For people who are listening to this and want to check this album out, if you were to say, for fans of, give us an FFO, what would the FFO be on this? Mace. <laughs> Mace. Mace is a pretty good one. We're very similar. <laughs> We're very uh, similar. I think there's like, I mean, probably like, I don't know, it's weird. We don't really... I think especially with new release, we don't really have a real place that we fit in. Like we have a lot of hardcore, we have a lot of deathcore, we got some metalcore, we got some ambient shit, some like black metal stuff sometimes, like for like one part. And then like um, I don't know, so it's kind of difficult to say. So I think if we kind of split it up into the different genre influences, I think for hardcore, it's got to be like more metallic hardcore like kind of like not even that close to hardcore like um like a little bit of varials a little bit of knocked loose a little oh, bit of varials is dope have you heard of bitter branches no i don't think i have they fucking slay oh yeah awesome. i just discovered varials on a spotify playlist recently actually they're very good very surprised from their out they don't the song that i was listening to did not match the album art what song i, was, I fucking have to pull it up on my phone here which song was it that's what i'm pulling up right now yeah okay so oh i didn't have you guys ever heard of osaya 
sounds familiar. Yeah, that sounds very familiar. So the song by Bitter Branches is called Her Disease. Varials. I think the song is called The New Damnation. Very, very song. Very riffs. But I'm also that kind of weirdo that, like, I look at something and I'll be like, I'm an old school kind of guy, an old school judgmental dickhead. So I'm very aware of this. So, like, if I listen to a song and the album art catches me off guard, then I'm going to think about that and miss the song that I'm listening to and be like, oh, man, it's so weird. It's so weird. Even though it, it doesn't really fucking matter. It's just the artwork to reflect the music. You're like, <clears throat> judging a book by its cover is never a good thing. Yeah, Brock. What's up? You're going to think the exact same thing with our new release, probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Art does not match the sound, but I think... Well, it kind of does. Yeah, a little bit. I try not, I'm trying kinda. not to do this, so don't reinforce this in me, please. It's a, it's a, I think just the colors are off-putting, but the imagery is on point. There you go. Yeah. Do you know the band Counterpart? Yes. Yeah, you know how, like, they're... Um, well, I guess they kind of sound like their album art, too. But they kind of have, like, that kind of more not angry, dark, despair, Satan vibe. Mm, um, Satan vibes. Dark, despair, <laughs> Satan vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, they kind of, but they're, like, a hardcore band, kind of, like a metalcore band. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We kind of have, like, uh. I don't know, the kind of same situation that you were talking about. <laughs> I feel yeah. Once again, though, it's just me judging books by covers like an asshole. <laughs> like, like an asshole. <laughs> now, outside of the band, do any of you have any hobbies? Are any of you gamers, skateboarders, any of that cool fun stuff? I paint and draw Ooh. and write and do photography. Holy shit. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, for me, outside of music, I skateboard a lot. I play a lot of video games. Um, uh, I do a lot of, like, graphic design shit. Like, all the stuff from Mace, even. I do all Great job. design shit. Uh, I do a lot of photography. Well... I do a lot less of like the taking pictures and filming, but I do more like the editing the pictures and editing the videos type stuff. But I do occasionally do taking photos and uh, recording videos and stuff like um, the Mace music video I recorded and edited, uh, edited the newest one. Um, I edited and we actually got our buddy Zach, who is the vocalist of Set Straight, to film this newer one that's going to be coming out soon. Fuck yeah. Riley. Yes, sir. What do you do outside of the band, man? You're wearing a hockey jersey. Are you an actual hockey fan? I am a hockey fan. I'm a big fan of the Flames, which is a horrible thing to say this year. My partner is also a big fan of the Flames. Oh, very nice. Very She's nice. waiting to get her Dylan Dubay jersey. Oh, good taste. Nice. Good taste. 
No, she works at Cheap Smokes and Cigars down in Avenida Village, and Dylan Dubay is one of her regular customers. No way. <laughs> really? Yeah. Very cool. Big cigar guy. Yeah, I guess he is. And she's like, she's like, oh yeah, I was giving him a hard time and I was bugging him. I'm like, is he your new boyfriend? <laughs> is Dylan Dubay your new work boyfriend? <laughs> I mean, I have a crush on Dylan Dubay too. I can't, I can't. She got mad at me when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, yeah, I very much enjoy watching hockey, even when the Flames aren't doing so well. It's, uh, I love supporting them. Uh, I can't wait for the time when I can go and watch a hockey game again. That hopefully, hopefully soon. I'm even gonna... I'll go out to a fucking hockey game once this shit's over, buddy. I'll Woo! do anything once this is over. Get me out of my house. Cannot wait yeah. there with this massive hot dog that I paid $7 for and just shout at people. It'll be great. Chug fucking fifteen dollar beers, and just <laughs> mm. absolutely, yeah, and just fucking full send, dude. Yeah, it's the only way to go to a hockey game. Yeah, let the Oilers fans know that I'm we're there. back, we're back, we're back in action. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, Cold. Besides, uh, oh, what's up? Keep going, Riley. Oh, sorry, but uh, besides hockey, the only other thing that I like to do is uh, driving. I'm a, I'm a big car guy, so I um, uh, this summer I'm hoping to um, just mod the hell out of my car to make it go fast. Ooh, oh. I hear that the stripes make it go the fastest. And flames. That's yeah. cool. fire deckles. Make sure yeah. you put the flames going the right direction, though, or else, yeah, that'll that'll be be else like you're going to go backwards. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want to go yeah, in reverse. That'll it. really mess up your fuel economy, my boy. Hmm? <laughs> Oh, I like skateboards. <laughs> skateboards are cool. Colton, what do you do outside of the bed? So I'm really into physical media, like records and tapes. I'm huge into that. Um, video games. I just obviously. ordered some new records from Road Rash. Hmm? I just ordered some new Road Rash records. Nice. Yeah, I'm. It's bad. I got. I gotta take it easy. It's. It's too easy because they're cool and they look nice. And they look cool on my shelf, and they sound awesome. But yeah, uh, so yeah, physical media, video games, MMA. I think MMA is awesome. Uh, got into that like more recently because of some buddies, but that's super fun. In terms of sports, that's kind of all I really care about because it was easy to get into, and it was easy to get really, really deep into. I've never I liked boxing, but now because of like Jake Paul, boxing yeah, boxing just turned into a right now. Fucking, yeah. Even, yeah, boxing like, is a publicity contest. Like yeah, man. It, it's, it's gone fucking... to the point where you, you can have your first fight against like Max and then you can fight like some like actual athlete but not a boxer, and then you can fight the worst striker in MMA, and then you can fight the greatest of all time. And that, that's just, like, the order in which things happen. Like, Well, and not just that. Like, if once once they realize that you own majority share in the league that you're fucking you're rocking in, like, kind of doesn't help the fucking matter. It help, doesn't help the fairness. It's a live-action video game now. Pretty much. And it's, not a super entertaining one. There's no diversity in the combat. Because at least in MMA, you've got grapplers, and you've got kickboxers, and you've got Muay Thai guys, and all that. Actually... Yeah, to watch. 
I agree. I used to fight for boxing all the time. But, oh, man, it's the sweet science, man. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, did I ever shove my foot down my throat? <laughs> yeah, uh, I watched a bit of that card with the like the Jake Paul Ben Askren card. And during the first fight of that main card, <clears throat> during round one, they actually just took the cameras off of the fight and moved it to the commentary table. And they were all just like taking pictures with this guy that was walking by. And you couldn't even see the fight. Like that's how bad that sport is right now. Like Absolutely the fights are the least important thing about the sport. It's horrible. It is. That's fucking terrible, man. I can't, I can't do it. I can't fucking do no, it. No, I can't do it either. And I won't. I'm, I'm not watching any more boxing cards. I'm good. Yeah. Fucking right. Max, Max. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. What do you do outside the band, Max? Oh man, uh, what do I do? I like to. Uh, I don't know if I'd call myself a filmmaker, but I like to. I like to work on film projects. You know, make some uh, like short films occasionally. I'm uh, in the fall. I'm uh, going down to uh, going to Sate for the uh, for the film and video. Uh, program there school rules so yeah yeah so that's that's kind of that's kind of what I'm trying to do more often now because uh I'm aiming for that for like a career path and uh yeah yeah. what do you use for like do you just use your phone or do you have like a camcorder like a video camera uh yeah so um me and my dad uh my dad is also in the uh um kind of film industry i guess and uh he's got like this little uh camera that we both kind of share uh it's a nice little like 4k camera it's pretty old but uh it works really nicely and uh, i use i use that or occasionally i'll use my phone or uh or i'll rent stuff from uh my school as well so that's kind of like the three the three sources of technology i use more reasons to stay in school, man. Dropping out of school was one of the worst decisions I ever made. But yeah. it was for a good reason. We don't need to get into that. But I always tell people, you got to stay in school. I'm actually looking to going back to school for uh, digital media, uh, advertising, business management, so I can maybe get this podcast off the ground and do something bigger with it. Yeah, that's awesome. Got to go to school first, though, and then, you know, I can learn how to avoid the technical difficulties that we've been experiencing over the last two days. (laughs) Mac, you you had a whole list of stuff that you do outside the band. Yeah. What's your favorite of those things to do? Uh, I'm a fucking nerd. I like to read. (laughs) That's I like to read, too. I was actually in Phoenix Comics today. Alex got herself a new set of dice for Dungeons and Dragons. And I was looking at the Neil Gaiman rack. And there was one that I saw, and it was $133, and it was this fucking thick. And I was like, okay, I got... I can't even look at anything else now, and I don't have $133, so we have can to we, Can we get go. a shout-out to Phoenix Comics real quick? Oh, hell yeah. I live right... Both Phoenix of them? Comics is right out my back door on 16th. Which one? The one on 16th? Oh, you're yeah, you're pretty close to where I am. Yeah, I'm I live... In, like, Upper Bridgeland. Yeah, if you look out, out the back door of Phoenix Comics, you're looking at my garage. I have spent a lot of money on Magic Cards at Phoenix. I just started getting into Magic Cards. 
Oh man, it's rough. My buddy has really thousand dollars worth of magic cards. Yeah, I I've got a cube going, and there there's some money in there, like some stuff that's gone up a bit. I got a Yogmoth Swill in there. That's like five hundred bucks. Yeah, he, piece of cardboard. This is just what he's cataloged too. Like he has an app where he's got to input all of his cards, and it shows the value as it goes up and down. And yeah, sixteen thousand dollars is only what he's fucking cataloged. So yeah, it's it's pretty rough. It's it's the same thing with like records or anything. It's just too easy to get them. You're like, oh, that's sick. Done. Thirty bucks. And now you just have something that you don't need at all. Like I have Spotify on my phone. I don't need these things. They're just really cool. And I like them. How am I gonna how am I gonna get food with this card? <laughs> I if you look if you see it as an investment, I think it's a little different. Because there, there's some stuff that only goes up. I'm That's true. That. Very true. Very true. All the, you're not wrong. I'm. I like to say oh. those things to convince myself too. <laughs> oh yeah, it makes me feel better about it. Someone will be like, Way "Hey man, you, you've been buying a lot of those lately." It's like, well, but you see, like I spend forty now, it's worth sixty in a year, but I never get rid of it. But. <laughs> <laughs> because, because if you do. Then somebody else is gonna have that investment. Exactly. And then they make money off it. So well, why don't That's I just do that? Or just never get rid of it because I want it. My sweet pieces of cardboard. Mm. <laughs> don't spill your soda on it though. Oh. Double sleeve those bad boys. Always, always, man. Always. Double double sleeve them. Oh yeah. Inner sleeve upside down into the outer sleeve. Throw them in the bathtub. They're all good. <laughs> Give them a little wash. Don't throw not going anywhere. Up, please. Maybe don't throw. You guys them don't bathe there. with your magic cards. Weird. I, I do sometimes, but I don't know. <laughs> Mixed results. Playing yourself, but I'm just practicing magic strategy in the tub. Okay, it's um, it's called self care. Yeah. Get some like get the little bath bubbles. I I'm, I don't even know what they are. I've never used them, but I know they're a thing. They make your like bath water different color. I don't fucking cool. bath either, man. Bath bombs. That's what they call. <laughs> <laughs> I what I do I'm like I said I'm old school so what I do is I melt down some tallow and I rub it on my skin and then scrape it off with a sharp rock it's just more intuitive caveman riffs yeah I don't know what to do about the caveman way of life for no reason like <laughs> You gotta channel the energy of the You gotta be a little bit of a trash man and maybe neglect that bathtub every now and then for some more primitive <laughs> methods. Well, see, my actual name is Nate Treasure, but trash is just more edgy. Yeah, it's like the opposite of treasure. I think that just makes sense. <laughs> I think you got pretty lucky with that with that last name. Nate Treasure? Fuck yeah. That's a cool one. Spelled a Z though. With a Z. Treasure. Street. Extra street. Wow. Not bad. That's cool. <laughs> All right. Now, to wrap this up, you guys, is there anything else you guys wanted to say? Any shout outs you wanted to throw down? Anything that you wanted to mention before we uh, kill this stream? Dude, do you guys know that guy, Scott? <laughs> oh, wait. Like, Scott, Scott Elephant of Colossus. Audio Colossi. Yeah, and uh yeah. So Colossi the, uh, with a K. 
Yeah. That's the man. Wholeheartedly. Hit that guy up if you need something done. He is professional. He is a sweetheart. He'll eat pizza with you. He will let you bring a wooden fish into the studio. Yeah, you can bring a wooden fish. Probably not a real fish. Yo! Gotta have the fish. Yeah. What about you, Robert? Two hours and uh, 46 minutes till the uh, record comes out. Till the drop. Till the fucking drop. And then she's out. Exciting times. Now, everybody who's watching this, or everybody who's going to see this in the future, because um, the video quality is so shitty, I'm going to send this video instantly to my guy, Nate. He's going to pull the audio off of it so we can upload it to SoundCloud. So it will get on Spotify so everybody can still listen to it. As soon as possible. Now, everybody, go check out Mace. They've already released an EP. Their new EP comes out in two hours. It's going to yeah. be fucking sick. What is it called? Uh, suffocating. 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 Now, have you guys? Do you have you? Do you guys remember suffocate? With a K. No, I know suffocation. They're sick. Okay. I do Must, okay. Oh, but still, go check out Mace. They fucking sh- 